The Last Cycle by A.P. Tabor Narrated by Ella Perez There existed a city unlike any other, a marvel of bioengineering and ecological harmony. This was the realm of the Aeonians, a race of biomechanical beings whose very existence was intricately woven into the fabric of their planet's biosphere. Their city, Lumina, existed due to a relationship between technology and nature, its structures seamlessly integrated with the lush foliage that carpeted the planet. Among the Ionians was Lisa, a scientist with an insatiable curiosity. Her form, like that of her kin, was a perfect blend of organic matter and engineered components, a living symbol of the union between the natural world and the advancements of their civilization. Lisa's role as an explorer of life's mysteries had led her to the farthest reaches of Lumina and beyond, into the dense forests that surrounded their urban oasis. The Aeonians drew their energy from the planet itself, a unique form of bioenergy that pulsed through the vast network of roots and vines like a living heartbeat. This energy was not just their power source, it was the lifeline that connected each individual to the planet and to one another. It was an elegant cycle of give and take, a relationship built on mutual respect and necessity. Lisa's fascination lay in understanding this delicate balance. She spent her days studying the flow of bioenergy, tracing its path from the smallest microorganism in the soil to the towering structures. Her research was more than a scientific pursuit. It was a journey to comprehend the deeper principles that governed their coexistence with the planet. As Lisa delved into her studies, she sensed that something was amiss. There were subtle signs, easily overlooked but unmistakable to a keen observer like her. The energy flow seemed to be waning. Its once robust current was now a weakening stream. The flora, which should have been in perpetual bloom, showed hints of decay. These observations troubled Lisa. The Aeonians had lived in harmony with their world for eons, their technology and society, evolving to ensure that neither they nor the planet suffered. But the signs Lisa was uncovering suggested that this harmonious cycle might be on the brink of disruption. Determined to uncover the truth, Lisa knew that her next expedition would be the most crucial of her life. It was a quest that would take her to the heart of their planet's mysteries, to uncover the reality behind the changes she had observed. Little did she know, this journey would not only reveal the fate of their world, but also challenge the very foundation of their existence. Lisa's quest began at the break of dawn. She ventured beyond the city bounds, where the engineered gardens gave way to the wilder, untamed parts of the planet. Here, the natural world thrived in its primeval state, a vivid contrast to the calculated beauty of Lumina. As she journeyed deeper into the wilderness, Lisa observed the subtle changes that had eluded many. The vibrancy of the foliage seemed diminished, and the usual sound of bioenergy that resonated through the air was now a faint echo. It was as if the planet was whispering its distress. Equipped with her instruments and an innate connection to the bioenergy network, Lisa began her meticulous study. She traced the energy flow from its source, the heart of the planet's biosphere, to the fringes where it fed into the city. 
her initial findings were startling. The bioenergy was indeed diminishing, and the flora, which served as the conduits of this life force, were showing signs of decay. Lisa's investigations led her to a hidden grove, a place where the essence of the planet's energy seemed to converge. She uncovered the true marvel of their world, a colossal network of bioluminescent flora interconnected in a dance of life and energy. This was the heart of their planet's power, a natural reactor of sorts where bioenergy was generated and distributed. But amidst this wonder, Lisa discovered a disturbing truth. The network was deteriorating. Where there should have been a radiant glow of energy, there were now patches of darkness. The plants, once bursting with life, were withering, their energy reserves depleted. Deeply troubled by these revelations, Lisa pondered the wider implications. The decline in bioenergy was not just an isolated phenomenon, it was a symptom of a larger ecological crisis. The Aeonians, for all their advancements and respect for nature, had not foreseen the possibility of their planet's resources being finite. The more Lisa studied, the more evident it became that their civilization's consumption of bioenergy had escalated to unsustainable levels. Their technology, though designed to coexist with nature, had gradually become a burden on the biosphere. The planet, which had once flourished under their care, was now struggling to support both itself and the needs of its inhabitants. Lisa realised that the harmony they had so long cherished was at risk of turning into a one-sided exploitation. The symbiotic cycle they had built their civilization upon was in peril, and, with it, the future of their world. As she made her way back to Lumina, Lisa knew that her findings were not just scientific observations, they were a call to action. The Aeonians needed to understand the gravity of the situation and re-evaluate their relationship with the planet. It was time for a change, and Lisa was determined to be the catalyst. Upon returning to Lumina, Lisa's mind was heavy with the weight of her discoveries. The city now seemed like a monument to a failing equilibrium. Compelled by a sense of urgency, Lisa delved into a comprehensive analysis of the planet's biosphere. Her research led her to a startling revelation. The biosphere was on the brink of collapse. The data was irrefutable. The decline in bioenergy was not just a symptom of natural cycles, as some had hoped but the result of an ecological imbalance caused by the Aeonians themselves. The network of flora, which had sustained their civilization for eons, was deteriorating at an alarming rate, unable to regenerate under the strain of their energy demands. Lisa presented her findings to the Council of Lumina, a gathering of the city's most esteemed thinkers and leaders. The council chamber, usually a place of academic discourse and measured debate, was filled with a palpable tension. Lisa's report painted a grim picture. Unless immediate action was taken, their world would face irreversible ecological damage, leading to the collapse of their civilization and the planet's natural systems. The revelation sparked a heated debate among the council members. Some were in denial, unwilling to accept that their way of life 
which had always been in harmony with nature, could be the cause of such destruction? Others were gripped by a sense of guilt, realising that their advancements and prosperity had come at a great cost to their planet. Lisa stood firm, her voice resonating in the chamber. She spoke not just as a scientist, but as a citizen of Lumina, deeply connected to the fate of her world. She urged the Council to acknowledge their responsibility and to take immediate steps towards reducing their consumption of bioenergy. As the meeting drew close, the Council reached a disheartening conclusion. Despite Lisa's passionate pleas and the stark evidence she presented, they chose inaction. The risks of transformation were deemed too great, the sacrifices too significant. It was a decision to maintain their current course, a choice born out of fear and a reluctance to face the hard truths. Lisa left the council chamber with a heavy heart. The decision highlighted a civilization blinded by its achievements, unable to confront the consequences of its own excess. The Aeonians, once a people revered for their harmony with nature, now chose to ignore the cries of their dying planet. As she walked through the streets of Lumina, Lisa saw her city in a new light. The sparkling lights and bustling energy that had always filled her with pride now seemed like harbingers of an impending doom. In choosing the path of least resistance, her civilization had sealed its fate, opting for a present comfort over the future survival of their world. The last cycle of the Aeonians had begun, not with a dramatic collapse, but with a quiet resignation to the inevitable. Lisa realised that the end of their era would come not with a bang, but a whimper. A gradual decay as the life force of their planet withered away under the unrelenting drain of their consumption. In this episode of The Galactic Storyteller, you heard The Last Cycle by A.P. Tabor, narrated by Ella Perez, with music by Savke. The Galactic Storyteller is a bi-weekly science fiction podcast produced by Inkbound Press in Henderson, Nevada. Thanks for listening to The Galactic Storyteller. I hope you enjoy our stories, and please subscribe.